I'm so black. I've been woke with a shoe, a switch, uh -huh. a spoon, uh -huh. an extension cord, a door. Bro, I think they get it. Okay. I'm, I'm so black. black. I eat chicken for dinner and breakfast with waffles. I'm so black. I like my grits with sugar. Sugar. Oh. Cheese, egg, sausage, and salsa. Salsa? Fucking right. I'm, I'm so, so black. black. A game of spades might end our friendship. Especially if you count tens, as for sure. Books. I'm, I'm so black. black. If you ask me Michael Jackson or Prince, I will ask. MJ before or after Pepsi tried to assassinate him. The answer is still Prince, but, but there, there is, is a difference. difference. I'm so black. black. I am never late. You're just early. CP time ah. is the standard. I'm, I'm so black. black. People assume I pay child support. Bro, do you even have any kids? I've never had sex a day in my life. <laughs> what? I'm so black. Whenever, Whenever a black boy is gunned down, my, my mother, mother calls me just to hear the melody of my breath crescendo through the phone. I'm so black. The police sirens sound like Amazing Grace being sung at a funeral. I'm so black. I question the motive of every white person I meet. I'm so black. Most of them assume that I wouldn't finish high school. I'm so black. Becky dated me just to piss off her parents. Yes, that was her real name, and yes, she was white. No, not all white women are bad. Yes, we feel the need to say this, because black men have died for less. You look lost, boy. Look like you shouldn't be around here, boy. Look like you need help getting back to where you belong, boy. I'm so black. When they say all lives matter, it sounds like white fragility. Sounds like white's only water fountains, like water hoses, like attack dogs, like Reaganomics, like the war on drugs, like the cheers of a lynch mob. I'm, I'm so black that a cell phone or a book or a pen on my hands can all be mistaken for weapons. Yeah, I'm black. So black. I graduated from college and I'm really done with my master's. So black. A degree does not define me. So black. I love hip hop, R&B, jazz, rock and roll, pop, neo soul, country. Yes. Niggas like country too. No, you can't say nigga if you're not black. Yes, you can be big or little mad about it. That is your prerogative. My nigga, I'm so black. I love to longboard everywhere. I'm so black, I glow in the sun. I'm so black, you want to be me until it's time to be me. My black is not a monolith. It comes in all shapes, sizes, shades, gingers, and sexualities. My black is a mother's prayer being answered. My black is a father's protection. My black is the presence of all. My black is hope. My black is candy after Sunday school. My black is cornbread and collard greens, kale and cabbage. My black is savage as fuck. My black may be painful at times, but I wouldn't trade for all the privilege in the world. And that was R.J. Wright and Zach Blunt performing and I'm so black but I'm white skinned so I ain't that black but whatever <laughs> episode number 59 let's go It's your boy, God's Inc. Hey, hey, two weeks in a row. Hey, hey, we back on the show. Hey, what's up, y'all? Episode 59 of the Words and Episode podcast. This is two weeks in a row. You know what? Because I had decided, right? I decided that I was just going to be more consistent. Like, I wasn't even going to mess around with it. Like, I'm going to just... When I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it, you know, and I had to, I wrote it down. I wrote a whole bunch of stuff down. I wrote down 
my goals, right? And then I wrote down all the roadblocks that's keeping me from accomplishing that goal. Because when you look at it on paper, it just look different. Like, okay, I want to edit my book. Okay, let me write the reasons why I haven't edited my book. It, uh, there's no time. And I just don't feel like it. <laughs> Those are the two reasons that I wrote it down. And then you look at it and see how stupid it is. Like, that's, that's a dumb reason. You can make time. You make time for the things that's important, right? So you make time for it. And that's exactly what I did. Hold on. Where, where is that? All right. Yeah. So, yeah, I had the and writing a play. I've been wanting to write this play, like two plays for like, no lie, like since January this year. And I have not written one sentence for either one. You know, it is depressing, really, because you look at all the time. It's not like I'm just sitting around doing nothing. Like I got stuff going on. So I do it. Right. Um, but all the stuff that I really want to do is on the back burner. But now it ain't because I wrote it down. I wrote all this stuff down and what's keeping me from doing it. And I look at the reasons how stupid and silly they are. Like, let me see. Play. Oh, that's another. I don't feel like doing it. <laughs> okay. I don't know. And the other one, I don't know what to write about. Really? Really, bro? You don't know what to write about? You don't like these. These are just the result. Maybe y'all should do that. If you're having problems with procrastination and you putting stuff off and you always coming up with excuses just write down your goal and then write down all of the excuses that you're telling yourself. And then once you see it on paper, you're like, this is dumb. I can't believe that I'm not I'm not finishing my copywriting classes because the basketball game is on and I want to watch the basketball game or the football game. Like, you really? Come on, man. What's more of a, like? And then so when you see it, it, it might change your perspective. So maybe you ought to try it because. I have started a play. I have I've almost I'm almost done with the first scene of the play. Um, and another one, I wanted to shoot a video. So I started I kept putting it off because I need my daughters in the video with me. And I keep making excuses why they can't be in it because their hair is not ready. Right? So I just I, I, I figured it out. You know what I'm saying? And so I got three parts of that video. It's, it's the crown video. I don't think anybody has heard it in its entirety. The poem. No, I did it on um, the Fort Worth. Uh, the, the, the doc open mic i did that on there once with sin shout out to sin um but it has changed a little bit since then but anyways um i wanted to shoot a video for that and uh memorize some more so i got all this stuff that i wrote down even on the back and uh so the righteous center three the book that has been done for months is finally being released on the 15th because i'm just gonna do it um so if y'all want to catch up or look at it, I'm going to put it out. I'm going to put out one and two um, for free for the next few days, um, starting tomorrow, um, if it gets approved. And then, yeah, that's going to be out. So and then Strange Fruit in the Concrete Jungle. Oh, my God, that's my that's my novel. I've been working on that for like five years. No lie. It's been through like 27 rewrites. Like I just keep like changing stuff because I, I feel like it can be better. And so this is the this is uh, the official final rewrite that I'm on right now. And uh, after that, it's going out. Um, and so I have to edit that, finish editing it and rewriting it. But, yeah, those are just some of the things, man, that I wrote down. And um, this is supposed to be a rant, right? <laughs> I'm supposed to be ranting right now. I just have some stuff to tell y'all. Dang. And I really had to rant. I really wanted to rant. You know, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to do. No, I'm not going to do that because I got a guest. I have a guest today, so I can't put the rant. I can't I can't use this for like the main topic. Right. So I just wanted to talk about the people that put up 
Christmas lights and and right after right after thanks right after uh what is it halloween i want to talk about y'all i have some zingers for y'all because y'all y'all pissing me off you guys make me are making me sick to my stomach when i see christmas lights like i saw one when i was driving to the gym like the arlington mall has these big giant christmas decorations like right in front of the mall i wanted to pull over and 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 no no i wanted to run them over with my car as I wanted, but I, I, I kind of, you know, you know, thinking logically, because I have to get past the emotion part. Like if I run this over with my car, then I'm probably going to get my car stuck and then the police going to come. Then I'm probably going to go to jail. So, you know, I had to play it all out. So I didn't do it. But um, it, smaller things like if I can rip down a Christmas ornament, you know, in the name of of, of saving Thanksgiving, um, then I'm going to do it. You know, I'm going to do my part. If Mariah Carey's voice comes on the radio station and I'm in the car at that time and somebody else is driving i'm just going to turn off the radio station you know i'm gonna just i'm gonna just shut off the 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 streaming playlist you're not playing christmas music around me and we haven't even got my shit i haven't got my shitlins yet ain't nobody playing no christmas music around me until i get my shitlins no no mm -mm, mm -mm. i'm getting my pig guts first and y'all can make fun of my shitlins all you want to i don't care i'm still eating them with my hot sauce y'all ain't playing with me i'm not playing so that's that um but yeah, I was gonna talk about y'all because y'all annoy me with that. What? But this assault on Thanksgiving, like Christmas, needs to stay in December where it belongs, not in. No, you can, you can. Christmas stuff can start happening after Thanksgiving, like on on Black Friday. You know, the day after Thanksgiving, then that can happen. Y'all can start ho 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 and then deck the halls with bowels of whatever that is. That's when that can start. But before then, man, I'm not, I'm not really rocking with y'all, and I'm ripping down ornaments and uh, and decorations. Um, if it, if it doesn't land me in jail, I'm going to do that. So, y'all need to chill, man. Y'all need to chill. But that's what I was going to talk about. Um, it was just going to be a, a, a longer part of that, like a longer version of that. Um, but I was just happy about accomplishing my goals. So, and, and, and defeating procrastination. <clears throat> we got Shan Poet coming. I keep saying Shan. Is it Shan or Shan? It's S-H-A-N. She told me a long time ago. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I got your name wrong. And I apologize ahead of time. We got her coming through. Um, kick it with us a little bit. Y'all stay tuned. Peace and blessings, creatives. Mike here, host of the Ethically Immoral Podcast. Reminding you that listening to our podcast is in your best interest and confirming that, yes, we do offer in-depth interviews with up-and-coming spoken word artists, poets, and authors, as well as live and recorded spoken word performances. You can listen to the podcast on all podcast platforms and or visit our website, ethicallyamoralpodcast.com. the words i never said podcast stage we got sean the poet i have a piece that i'm going to start tonight dedicated to all my little girls daddy's girl i looked at you like you were a king Oh, how I love to stand in church and hear you sing with your deep baritone voice 
You were my hero then. By everything. Until you walked away and told me not to call you daddy, but to call you by your first name. And the soul of me burns with contempt. Open wounds and poorly healed scars crushed over and over again. And it hurts. And it hurts. And it hurts me still to this day because... I was a daddy's girl, and the soul of me never would be the same again. And she looks for you in every messed up relationship she finds, diving in with no protection. She finds you every time, like clockwork. The soul of me is ripped away and it hurts. And it hurts and it hurts. And it hurts me still to this day because I was a daddy's girl. But never quite good enough to ever meet the fam. I was the illegitimate child. Tucked away hidden from the world, quietly left behind. And you ran away, leaving me with an emptiness never to be filled. And I yearned for you. Like a slow refrain, you left me with a love that ate without even a lousy sorry to deaden the pain. And it hurts, and it hurts, and it hurts, and it hurts me still to this day. Sisters, half not whole were the apples of your eye, while the soul of me suffered from your lies. I was a daddy's girl, and you were my entire world until you changed my reality, made me see the man you could never really be, and it hurts, and it hurts, and it hurts, and it, and it hurts. And it hurts me still to this day because I was a daddy's girl. But you destroyed my world because a daddy you could never be. Oh. Mm. So you're you going you gonna to start off the podcast heavy, huh? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to start off with some weight, with some like, like some just, I don't even. That is that is it is it easy for you to expose your soul like that? Um it's not easy, but it is um I find a way to kind of decompartmentalize um when I need to in order to get through the piece, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So you have to do you have to kind of detach? Is that what you're saying? You have to detach from certain... Right. 
you know, um, I don't detach completely because I still want to um, make sure that the emotion of the piece and the feeling of the piece comes through. Um, but mentally, I kind of detach. So I'm not, you know, a wreck <laughs> on stage. Mm -hmm. I mean, when I first uh, wrote this piece, and I think the first time I performed this piece, I was literally like boo-hoo, ugly cry, mm -hmm. you know, while mm -hmm. performing. Um, but after I got through it, you know, that first time, then I was able to, um, you know, to figure out how to kind of pull back a little bit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So when you when you go on stage, um, how are you? Because I I've been in a position where you know I, I'm breaking down, um, like upon my death of my daughter, I was mm -hmm. I, I I was choked up. Mm -hmm. um, it's hard to push through that, you know. It's hard to figure out how to maneuver through those real heavy pieces, you know, to yeah. where. How long did it take you to learn about, like, to learn how to separate? Not like not completely separate, like you said, but to separate and and, mm -hmm. and really be able to perform that piece. Um, just I guess really by just performing the piece over and over, and uh, you know, practicing at home. Um, I do a lot of online um work as well, so you know, um. I'm able to to get the practice in that I need so that I can um, I can deliver the piece as it should be, um, but not you know. And there, there are times that you know that I can't. There are, there are a lot of pieces uh, that I write about my mom. You know, my mom has Alzheimer's, and it's it's a daily battle with this beast. Mm -hmm. And uh, I have pieces that are like you know very personal in regards to that. And there, there are some times that, yeah, um, it, it gets it gets really heavy. And sometimes I, uh, you know, I can't uh, separate from it. And it does come through, you know, the, the, those tears do come. But um, I think I'm not, you know, afraid of it. You know, if it happens, it happens, you know? And I mm -hmm. think the audience, appreciates the fact that you know they they see you know they're able to 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 relate they're able to see they're able to feel um what i'm delivering and mm -hmm. uh so i don't feel bad afterwards yeah it's not and it's not necessary because i know a lot of spoken word is is performing and entertaining but when you get a piece like that and you and you tear up and you chug up on stage, it's really it's not you acting at all. It's just you. Right. It's those emotions. Those emotions those are real. Emotions. Oh, yeah. they're very real. Mm -hmm. They come Absolutely. from a place. They come from a place. And then you expose yourself in front of strangers like. Right. That's that's weird in itself, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I know there's a piece that I wrote um called to, uh, to sleep and um it's about my mom and you know the things that I deal with with her dementia and the first time that I performed that piece well after I wrote that piece let me just say I felt like I just ran a marathon like completely I was so exhausted mm. you know once mm -hmm. I was complete I was so exhausted. It felt like if I just ran a full marathon, um, it takes a lot out of you. Like those type of pieces, it knocks the wind out of you. It sucks everything out. Um, 
And then when you have to regurg regurgitate it back out, it's like <laughs> you you going through it all over again. Mm -hmm. um, so that very first time that I performed it, oh man, yeah, there was no way that I could I could hold through. You know, so those tears did come down, but I was able to get through the piece. No doubt, no doubt. Do you think vulnerability is or vulnerability is uh is necessary to be a great poet? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um I find that um, you know, even in um my show that I do on Thursdays with this uh, Therapeutic Thursdays, so open mic. Um, there are, you know, I am very transparent. I'm very vulnerable and, uh, it comes across in, you know, in my, you know, my work, um, just also how, uh, the, uh, the audience receives me, um, and they appreciate it. They appreciate the vulnerability. They appreciate the, uh, the authenticity, um, and the transparency um that I give so yeah absolutely I think it's it's almost necessary mm -hmm. to uh to have that vulnerability to be a great poet and what was the name of that poem that you did initially uh daddy's girl daddy's girl mm -hmm. and is that is that going to be because I know you got a um an audio EP coming up is that going to be on there or are you throwing some new stuff with that um, I haven't selected all of the pieces yet, but um, it's possibly, uh, I believe it is going to be on there. Uh, it's going to be a mixture of uh, some erotic pieces, um, some pieces um, dedicated to my mom, and then also um, the initial piece, which inspired the book, which is called Naked. Uh, that is going to be the first single coming out. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right, yeah, that's um, and you're doing it to music, right? Yes. I know that you have there. There are some pieces that you like. I, I the um, the one I heard where you're talking about how you're naked, but mm -hmm. it's like you expose. It's not like physically naked, but you on some deep stuff. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, yes. and you were saying it, and I was like, man, that would be dope behind music if I heard some music behind that. So, oh yeah. I, 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 hope, I can't I hope, wait for you. I can't wait for you to hear it because the the piece is, um, it's it's a very unique piece because uh, naked is totally you know talking about uh, you being you know totally and completely transparent, letting down all walls, allowing that person in front of you to see you know everything, all of your pain, all of the the happiness, all of the things that that make you you. Um, with no acts or no ears and being completely vulnerable. It's a very scary place. Mm -hmm. um, but it can also be almost uh, uh, in a very sensual place because you have to be in touch with your, your the deepest parts of your soul. And so uh, the piece, although it sounds erotic, it sounds sensual, um, it's completely opposite than what it sounds. And mm -hmm. when you hear the, the, the music track that is going to be going to it, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Like, I, I heard the music in my head when you were doing it. I'm like, yo, if this yeah. really put, I put some music, there's going to be something yeah. sick. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Definitely looking forward to that. Um, 
So we got Sean, the poet here, host, um, author, um, what, 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 a host, author, uh, poet, um, on the Thor's I Never Said podcast. And I want to ask you about some outside of poetry. Mm-hmm. So what's your favorite Friday movie? My first, my, my favorite Friday movie, you said? Yeah, like, you know, the Friday series, Ice Cube? Oh, oh. Oh, my gosh. Well, it would have to be the first one. <laughs> you know, I, I just watched that one again a few days ago. And I didn't laugh as hard as I did in the beginning. I really? Think, I think I like uh, Friday after, no, what was it? The last of what Friday after next, I like that one the most. Mm-hmm. I yeah, think that, that one was the funniest to me. But I, I like both of them, but I, I think the original just tops it all. Like I can watch that over and over again, and then find pieces that like I didn't even see or didn't pay attention to or something. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally hilarious. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, Chris Tucker I definitely. He definitely had. I think he had the best <laughs> one out of Mike Epps. Him and Mike Epps. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so if you had to pick a comedian to make you laugh until until you cry like what what comedian would you pick um what comedian would i pick uh i think it would have to be um i'm bad with names comedians uh but what's the little man <laughs> the little man. is it cat williams <laughs> Is it Kevin Hart? Kevin Hart. <laughs> I like him. <laughs> they both little, so I could. I, I knew I had to, had to be one of them. I like him. He he cracks me up. Yeah, I like Kevin too. Um, I think he kind of extra in his movies when he's acting. Um, mm-hmm. I love I love his stand up though. His stand up has me at me in tears most times. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. He's just this. He's he's just. I like Cat too. Don't 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 sleep on Cat Williams now. Oh yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He he nice. He nice too. I ain't yeah, I ain't gonna say nothing from him. He nice. <laughs> Do you have a favorite a favorite um actress or actor? Um I think it would probably have to be Oh Lord. Um <laughs> And it, and does it have to be living or or not I mean, living? I, it's it's whoever you, whoever you come to. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. okay. Um, so you're gonna laugh when I say this. <laughs> but, Don't but, say Pee Wee Herman. Don't say Pee Wee Herman. No, no. <laughs> uh, it, it would have to be Diana Ross. Diana Ross. Oh, that's yes. classic. Classic. Yes. Yeah, and I and I know that. That's kind of like a off the wall kind uh, kind of name that that you wouldn't think of, but um, there's a funny story behind that because uh, growing up she was like, oh my gosh, she was the epitome of everything I wanted to be growing up. Um, I even had her um, her doll. She had a, a doll in her likeness um, that my godmother bought for me, and I loved the heck out of the doll. It was similar to like a Barbie doll. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a Diana doll, and she was just so beautiful. Uh, her acting, her singing, her everything you know about her was just exquisite. 
and um it's never it's never left me you know her her presence um and my sister one of my sisters anyway um knew that I loved that doll so much that she cut the eyelashes off (laughs) (laughs) you you know Diana Ross has long eyelashes Mm -hmm. and the doll had very long eyelashes and so a way that my sister you know wanted to get at me and she cut my doll's eyelashes off (laughs) oh that is so mean (laughs) and I was so hurt that is that is that is one is she's your big sister right that's a mean, yes yeah that's, that's one of the meanest big sister thing stories i've ever heard she tried to crush your heart crush your little you know, she tried to crush yeah. your D heart you yeah. know, she didn't even be anything she tried to crush your heart that's, hard. that's so hard man that's hard <laughs> if you listening big sister i hope you still feel bad about that because you that's know just, that's just she wrong. would probably deny it to this day <laughs> They just fell off. I didn't cut them. They just fell off. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. What, what did you want to be when you was younger, though? Um, I wanted to be all of that. I wanted to be an actress, singer. You know, I knew I wanted to be on the stage. Um, I knew I wanted to be, you know, I was always a creative child, always in my head, always making up stories and you know, living in, in, in my dreams. And, um, cause I was the, the, I was the, the, um, the youngest child and my sisters were, you know, much older than me. So, you know, I was almost like an only child, mm-hmm. uh, so to speak. So, uh, my mom was super overprotective, uh, didn't really let me go outside, you know, too much to play because, you know, I was very clumsy. So I would always come back in with scraped knees and bust lip or something. Mm. Um, so I stayed inside a whole lot. You know, I looked outside the window um, a whole lot and just lived in, you know, everything in my head that I created. And I think that's where uh, the poetry started, you know, quite honestly. Uh, because I would have to create, you know, friends, have tea parties with imaginaries, and, mm-hmm. you know, I would make up these, um, you know, all of these, you know, these beautiful uh, episodes in my head, and, you know, that's how I, I kind of, you know, survived the loneliness and the, the being alone, you mm-hmm. know, as a child. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember your um from the Ink magazine, um, your interview. I remember the, your backstory about how you started off into poetry. And um Yeah. Yeah, and that's that your yeah, the story that you that you that you you told Mike, um, the one person interviewed you. It was crazy mm-hmm. to, you know, crazy in the in a bad, sad and in good way all at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You, have you tried acting? Because I can tell in your and your when you perform your piece, it's just it seems like that's just which that's your that's your field, like acting. Um, well, when I was younger, you know, I used to, you know, be in plays and stuff like that, but I never really pursued the uh the acting so much. I, I used to sing though. I, I thought I was gonna be a singer at one point. Um, you know, I had made a demo tape and you know, and all you I'm dating myself saying demo tape. <laughs> <laughs> Facts, you are. 
Ain't nobody got no deal on that no more. Okay, you know, on the eight track. <laughs> oh man, now you really going back. Now you really going back. So yeah, uh, I thought I was, I thought I was all of that, you know. And uh, I used to, you know, perform different places. Um, and yeah, but then you know, life kind of got in the way and kind of sidetracked that whole, you know, direction. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, but um, it was it was always a calling to be in the performance arena. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I can when you perform, like you, it's like you you're going into character with your mm-hmm. with the voice and and the uh, and the enunciation and the the pitch and the, you, mm-hmm. you change your pitch. Like it's all it all fits. It all fits like the the, the mode of of an actress. So I was just mm-hmm. curious about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um you also have a book, Be Naked, coming out. Yes. Now we talked a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And I believe that your book was supposed to be out by now. Am I correct? It, you are correct. You okay, are and, correct. and and okay, now, now let me let me let me finish. Let me finish. And the book is not out. And the people it, still thirsty for your words, and they 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 about mm-hmm. to start that not starve. They're about to die of, of, of thirst because yes. they don't have your words. Like why you don't have, why so don't correct. have your words? Why we you don't have so your words? Right. You're so right. You know, I am I'm my own worst enemy. I'll tell you that any day of the week. Um, I am super critical of myself. Um, I'm a super perfectionist, and um, I. I live in my head. So I get in my own way <laughs> a little bit sometimes. Um, but I, I think it's it it will it at the end of the day, uh, once it's completed, which is gonna, you know, real, real, real soon. Um you'll see no, 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 real soon, real soon. You know, once it's complete, you'll you'll see um, you know. You'll see how the, the way that it's 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 come about and the way that it's put together, uh, why it took so long. I mean, it's not just um, a book of poetry, so to speak. It's it's a collection of um, it's a poetry to my life. Mm-hmm. Let's just say that. So it starts out with you know from the very beginning, um, just taking you on that journey. You know, from, you know, when I was a very young child, uh, all the way up and through, you know, love and heartbreak, um, all of that emotional um, stuff that you go through, um, all the way through, you know, um, the stuff that I'm going through with my mom, you know, with Alzheimer's, the love, the loss, um, and then finally the, the rebirth and just... Uh, Cause it's not an ending. It's, it's a beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, when you get to the end of the book, um, it's a new beginning. And so it, it leaves you with, um, with hope, with, mm-hmm. um, with courage. And so it's something that was, you know, very, very, you know, thought out, uh, just wasn't thrown together. All the pieces are, um, you know, very concise and picked uh, specifically to go together. And it's a cohesive uh, collection. 
Okay, so I ain't gonna. I, I'm gonna cut you some slack because I you you seem like you put a lot into it and you want to make sure is is absolutely perfect. It's not. So I'm gonna cut you a little bit of slack because I don't want you to rush nothing. <laughs> but we need that. We need that. We need that book. We need. That I book. know. Need that I book. know. It's coming. <laughs> no doubt. Be naked is coming, and if you don't see the book in 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 about a month y'all i need y'all to y'all charge up sean d listen for real get in her inbox blow her inbox (laughs) up and do whatever you need to do to make her make her put that book out absolutely no doubt all right so before i let you go um i I definitely want to hear one more poem for from you if you got it for sure oh all right so i'm gonna step out the way and I'm going to let you take the stage again. All right. So this piece is, um, is the inspiration for the book called Be Naked. This piece is called Naked. If I stood in front of you naked, would you see me? Would you even know that I was there, standing over you like a moonlight there? Can you feel me here? Turning you on. Or are you somewhere far away? Too far for me to reach today. If I stood in front of you naked, would you see me? When you gaze upon the stars alone in the night, do you see me there? Deep amongst the constellations that dance in the twilight, I'm forever in your mind. Looking up in the sky with you, in your heart, in your soul, I'm lost in you. My insatiable light burns bright for you. I swallow the dark. I hold my breath. I pray for the stars. If I stood in front of you naked, would you see me? Would you see all of my secrets bearing like spoiled fruit that were buried deep for your protection? Because you couldn't handle the truth. 
Would you see the worry that kept me up till morning? Could you see the tears that strangled me in the night? Can you see every wound I covered? Every scar buried just right? If I stood in front of you naked, would you see me? Would you see the high price I paid for living in my shadow, for hiding it well, for dying trapped between the normalcy and romance unfulfilled for the all of me? that I came up to you and still it's not enough. And now I have nothing left and you look at me like an old coin that's lost its value and significance. I swallow the dark. I hold my breath. I pray for the stars. If I stood in front of you naked, would you see me? That's the one right there. That's the one right there. <laughs> I need some air horns. I need to invest in some in some uh some some extra sound effects and stuff because that needs some yeah. air horns. <laughs> yeah. John the poet never never ceases to fail when it comes mm-hmm. to dope poetry. I appreciate you for coming through. Let the people know where they can connect with you. Where they could find the book when it's when it's gonna drop and and all anything else you want to people to know. All right, so uh, Shandi poet, you can find me on all platforms under just that, um, and uh, mostly I'm on Instagram. Uh, I host a show on Thursdays uh, at the Grapevine Sway called Therapeutic Thursdays, 10 p.m. every Thursday. And um, the book, Be Naked, uh, will be dropping uh, in December, uh, along with uh, the single, Naked. So be on the lookout. It is coming to you real, real soon. And that's what we want to hear. It's coming real, real soon. We're going to hold you to that. We're going to hold you to that, John. Yes, you can please do. No doubt, no doubt. I appreciate you for coming through once again. Thank you for having me so much. Thank you so much for having me. All right. All right. Take care. All right. Yeah, that's that's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was a great interview. Y'all, please connect with her as soon as y'all can. Just go to Instagram, click the follow button, go to Facebook, go to her website, support her in her new book. Um, and keep it moving. Uh, shout outs, right? Of course. Uh, so we gonna shout out um 
So I wrote this down again because I'm just getting better with it. You know, shout out to Chaz. He has a book that just dropped Don Carlito Broken Link Part One is available on the Amazon market. Y'all go and check that out. Shout out to you, Chaz. Um, you are one of the reasons why I wrote that um, Strange Fruit in the Concrete Jungle down, my novel. I wrote it down on the list so I can knock that out because seeing you come out with that, knowing that we talked about it uh, months ago and seeing it finally hit, it's like, man, why didn't I do that? You know? So thank you for that inspiration. And I will be picking that book up. Shout out to Not Kill over at Popo's Lounge. Shout out to you, big homie. Uh, I spoke with him uh, maybe a week ago. He got it. He got it. I don't know if I should tell y'all. I, I don't think I should tell y'all. But he got some in the works. I just say he got some in the works because you know you got that. What is it? Creative license? Uh, no, wait, that's not. You have this. Cre- you have to protect your creative. It's a word. I wish I had my cousin Max on here because he knows exactly. Because Max sell. Uh, over at profane and profound podcast he knows everything man he has facts and and tidbits that nobody would even think to, he just memorizes this stuff for fun like i don't know he, he's like he's like a nerd right but he like a thug nerd but i don't get it like what are you bro you a hybrid you a hybrid i don't know but shout out to you um and, and but my first shot was not kill too so yeah shout out to him and, and what he got going on coming up i ain't gonna let the cat out the bag i'm gonna let him do that when it's time uh, shout out to her poetic truth what up t um a loyal loyal listener of the words and fc podcast and a great supporter um of all things uh god's inc thank you very much shout out to uh ethically immoral podcast what up big mike um shout out to sin over at the fort worth book no i messed that off i messed all that up shout out to sin at the doc bookshop in fort worth <laughs> Man, he be on them open mics, man, on Instagram Live for like nine hours, bro. Like, I don't get how, how you do that. Just be sitting in your car. And if nobody is, is signing up, he just spits all his poems. <laughs> like, I don't, he just be sitting there waiting for people to come on. And then all of a sudden, you get a rush of like 20 people. And I'll just be like, dang, that can't be me. <laughs> that, that, that never be me, man. I'm not sitting in my car for tw- for nine hours and listening to, to, to 9,000 poets. And some of them poets that come on, man. I sin, sin. I see your face. You had a strange, same straight face every single time, whether the poet is good or terrible. You had the same face, but I can read between your faceless Tim Duncan expressions, bro. And I know what you're thinking. Like some of y'all poets, man. I don't know how y'all do it because I wear my heart on my sleeve. Like I don't even know how to hide it. Like, and that's probably why it's not good for me to sit there for that long. Um. I'm not saying any poets are trash because everybody got poets they like and they don't like and it's just style you know but yeah better you than me big homie <laughs> but shout out to you over there uh i think that's it um shout out to the singers because i love singers if you are a singer and you want to be on the show so you can sing and stuff i know one singer um now i gotta find her name i gotta find her name on instagram because um she's not she's not in the states um she is in germany and i'm trying to find her name shout out to kj for real um that's not her by the way (laughs) shout out to millie c she dipped off instagram for like five years and i could not find the people that knew her 
but she's back. So shout out to you. I'm trying to find. I'm, I don't want to keep scrolling through this whole thing because I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna find. Now I want to find her name. Anyways, um, I'm gonna keep scrolling and keep talking. But uh, thank y'all for tuning in to this week's episode of the Words I Never Said podcast. Um, I'm gonna do this again next week, and we gonna we gonna keep the ball rolling. Um, shout out to to the to the to the army that's on my team, on my side when it comes to this Thanksgiving thing. Shout out to y'all because y'all are keeping Thanksgiving alive. And I know you don't have to stand for what Thanksgiving the original meaning. You know we all came up with our own meaning, and this is family day. You know, and if you're not celebrating Thanksgiving and that's why you're skipping over it, okay, that's that that we can have a conversation then. I mean, you can I won't have a problem with you. But if you are eating chitlins and turkey and every other thing on Thanksgiving and just not calling it Thanksgiving and just eating, then you're not doing it. It's not the same thing. So you better stop putting up them Christmas decorations because I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you. That's going to do it, though. Thank y'all for tuning in. Thank y'all for rocking with your boy. And I will hear, no, y'all will hear from me again next week. I have an excellent, excellent uh, guest coming through, uh, Miss Ashley Collins. We are going to talk about some acting stuff because she's a great actress. And there is a bridge between acting and spoken word. And we're going to talk about that. But y'all stay tuned. Y'all be easy. Y'all stay safe. And as always, wash your filthy disgusting hands. Peace.